This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hey, this is Annie Grace. I am the author of This Naked Mind, and I am answering readers' questions. And today I have a great question from Carly. She says, Hi, Annie. I'm on day 24 being alcohol-free, and I'm having insane sugar cravings since quitting. I've never touched the stuff, uh, sugar, apart from mixers and alcohol when I drink, and I've never even liked sweet things, but now I'm worried this might be replacing my previous alcohol addiction. Could you please do a video on this or give me some advice? So Carly and everybody who's having sugar cravings, this is something that absolutely can happen. And so I wanted to look into the science because it always helps us to understand why this can happen. So there's a couple of reasons this can happen, right? So of course, most alcoholic drinks contain more than alcohol. In fact, they contain quite a bit of sugar. There's actually a common myth that alcohol itself is sugar. That came from the fact that alcohol can be metabolized very quickly in the body and stored as fat very quickly. So it I think that's where that originated. But if you look at like the nutritional label of a bottle of vodka, there's no sugar in alcohol. But everything we add to the alcohol obviously has lots of sugar. So your brain is accustomed to the sugar rush a little bit, and that will create an intense craving for sugar. Now, Carly, I don't think this is true in your case. I think you probably haven't had a lot of sugar in your drinks. You're probably drinking things that didn't have a lot of sugar. But here's the other reason that alcohol creates such intense sugar cravings, and that's because of the dopamine response in the brain. So when the brain perceives something as important to survival, it produces a chemical response called dopamine. And dopamine is also called the learning molecule because it's signaled when the brain wants us to repeat a behavior or learn. So it's used for reinforcement. A really good example of this is how sex is vital for for the survival of the species and sex produces really high levels of dopamine in the brain. And addictive substances cause the brain to blood with dopamine. So this is true for alcohol and for sugar, which is also addictive. And so the dopamine is triggered by the substance rather than something important for survival. But that flood of dopamine tricks our brain into believing that the substance is vital for survival. And so you can think about it like because the flood of dopamine, your brain is learning that alcohol is important for your very survival and your brain is learning every time you drink to drink again. So no wonder alcohol is so addictive. Now, sugar has the same effect, and eating sugar produces huge levels of dopamine. In fact, there's been some studies that say that the brain can react in a similar way to sugar as to substances like cocaine and heroin. And again, this is for survival. Sugar is incredibly calorie-dense, and it's an immediate source of energy. So if you're trying not to starve, this is a good thing. But today, it's not necessary, and it leads to a complete overconsumption of sugar. So when you take a break from alcohol, the loss of the dopamine response causes the brain to seek out high levels of dopamine in other forms until the brain rebalances and gets used to the lower level of dopamine because your body has been thrown way out of homeostasis by constantly having this influx of dopamine in the brain. It just needs time to rebalance. So sugar is one of the most readily available and like really acceptable substitutes. So that's a big reason why you have those sugar cravings in you know early time when you are alcohol-free. But you might also have something else going on, and that is you could be using alcohol as like a treat or a reward. So if you said things when you were drinking, like I had, I had a hard day, I need a drink to relax, you probably are associating alcohol with some sort of treat. 
But since you're not drinking right now, your brain is searching for another way to get that treat or reward. And again, a very common way to do that is with sugar. So you might think you're craving sugar when you really want is just some sort of treat or reward, like maybe a night out with friends or a movie or a massage. It could give you the same feeling of treat without all that sugar. So when I was going through this, I made it my priority to be super gentle with myself. And here's the truth is shaming ourselves for any behavior from drinking to eating too much sugar. It's just completely counterproductive to lasting change and real true self-acceptance. You know, we can use guilt as a motivator, but shame is really deep and counterproductive. So when I stopped drinking, I knew I was already accomplishing something amazing just by taking a break from booze. And so worrying about my sugar intake seemed like really a lot at the same time. And when I was drinking regularly, I was consuming like almost two bottles of wine a day, which is, you know, close to or over a thousand calories a day. So I was so happy, I was so proud of myself that I consciously allowed myself to indulge in other areas. And I even kept gummy bears on hand for those times when I just needed another boost. But this is something that actually was okay for me because it didn't last forever. And no matter what, like you should feel just proud of yourself for taking any sort of break and understand that this really could be temporary. Once my brain got that I wasn't flooding it with dopamine to the tune of two bottles of wine a night every night, that sugar craving really slowly went away. But I know people don't love sugar cravings. Now, even though I was craving and eating extra sugar, I still lost 13 pounds in the first like 45 days that I stopped drinking. So I still ended up losing weight. But I know some people are like, but I don't want to switch this. I don't want to be drinking or eating sugar. I don't want to be drinking sugar. I just really don't want to have that happen. I want to rebalance. And the truth is, by not doing the sugar, you're going to just starve your brain of that extra dopamine, and it will rebalance much, much quicker. Um, so there is a benefit to that. But I do preach, like, be gentle with yourself, because often we have this thing where, okay, I've, I've decided to take a break from alcohol, and now I'm going to start running five miles a day, I'm going to pick up yoga, I'm going to go get a doctorate, and I'm going to, you know, do all of these things at once. And that's just how the brain works. We think, okay, we're doing one thing we want to do, so might as well do everything. And that's just very natural, but it can be counterproductive. So I always say, take it slow, be super proud of yourself for the one thing you're doing with alcohol, and be gentle in other areas. However, if you don't want to crave sugar as much and you don't want to grow that root, here are a few ways that really help to keep those sugar cravings at bay. And I researched these. They're very scientifically based. So first, elevate your heart rate. Exercise naturally boosts serotonin, which is responsible for a lot of happiness. And I just recommend exercising as much as humanly possible during the first few days. It helps purge your system of toxins and it reduces sugar cravings naturally. Exercise also reduces stress. It lets you get a handle on your emotions in a really healthy way without resorting to alcohol to numb away anything you don't want to deal with. My second tip is to eat fruit when you need sugar. Cherries are amazing this time of year and just fruit in general, like the fiber and the fructose, the natural sugar, they keep you satisfied longer. There's nutritional value, then, and it's not going to be that pure sugar, um, but it will really itch the sweetness tooth, or that was totally butchered, but you know what I mean. <laughs> My next tip is just to drink lots of water. When you're thinking about sugar, you're often dehydrated, and you could be actually craving water. So if you had like lemon or lime slices, or even perhaps a bit of stevia, which is like a natural sugar substitute that doesn't, you know, mess with your blood sugar. Um, it's a nice flavor to plain water and your sweet tooth gets satisfied and you stay hydrated. 
My next tip is just to keep your blood sugar stable. So that's by eating several meals a day with protein as much as possible. Protein and fat are great. They take longer to digest. It helps keep your energy levels even. And protein breaks down into amino acids, which are responsible for all sorts of things in the brain and healthy brain function. And one amino acid that you need to feel really good is GABA. So when you feel low, it's often because you don't have enough protein in your system to produce the right amino acids. And alcohol produces GABA in excess. So when you take the alcohol away, you need to replace that amino acid at healthy levels. And just eating protein will do that job. And it will really directly correlate with your sugar cravings. I also noticed another correlation between how much anxiety I have and how much protein I'm eating. And I am a bit on the hypoglycemic side, so I have low blood sugar. But eating protein really helps me just feel better because low blood sugar feels uncomfortable, uneasy, you know, you just don't feel good in your own skin. And then my last tip is really to consume naturally fermented foods. So <laughs> I know you might be like, well, wait, fermented, aren't we trying to get away from fermented drinks? But most of these drinks contain such a tiny level of alcohol that, you know, I've not found it to be a problem. If you do, if a fermented food like kombucha or kefir or something else, you're like, it triggers some sort of craving for alcohol, don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, but if it doesn't, most people don't have any problem, you know, doing like kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha. These are naturally fermented. They contain live cultures. And studies have shown that eating fermented foods is one of the best ways to reduce cravings for sugar and processed foods. Now, cooking it kills off the bacteria. Um, so canned sauerkraut isn't going to work. Regular yogurt isn't going to work. You need to make sure you're buying really naturally fermented foods that require refrigeration, you know, to keep those cultures alive. But um, again, there's this temptation to do everything at once. And so I would just really encourage you to take baby steps and be gentle with yourself. But it's such an incredible question. And there's really good scientific reasons why that you crave so much sugar. So yes, exactly, Declan. Now you know why you've developed a sweet tooth. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great day. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com and please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.